We don't know Inspector Gadget's origin story. Did a helicopter crash into his hat? Welcome to Say Shoppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. You, you tinkled your your uh, teacup then, I heard you. I did tinkle my teacup. I was moving it out of <laughs> the way so it didn't tinkle, and in so doing, it tinkled. Tinkle your teacup does sound like a euphemism. I'd say I mashed my mug. Mashed your mug. Well, yeah, I mean, there are there are varying degrees of euphemism, I suppose. Either way, you shouldn't tinkle your teacup or mash your mug on a podcast, is it? Unless the podcast is about that. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I did? I do it on the radio. Like I um, I kick the mic, and also I flap, I flap the papers. Oh, so like I've got a script, and and they go. And the trouble is, they're not stapled in any way, and I can't reach the desk because we've got a little coffee table thing. Right. And I need to remember the facts. So normally yeah. I can remember the facts, but sometimes I can't remember the facts, and also foreign languages and stuff. And so it's very hard to not like, particularly when there's like eighteen pages, mm-hmm. and they've got numbers on them which are really far away or small whichever you, you fancy do you get told off by your posh bbc producers for doing this they're not posh they're very nice they're all from bristol i think you can be posh and nice you can't be posh and from bristol because you're all wurzels we are all why are they all from bristol and why do you have to go to london to do it why can't you go to bristol exactly. i'm confused exactly oh. I'm confused. I don't know. I don't know. I have found all the good tea and coffee making facilities in Broadcasting House. Excellent. What's the good. best? They haven't got kettles, Simon. They oh. haven't got kettles. They've got special taps, which you need to press two buttons on to get boiling water to come out. Oh, okay. Like you're some sort of magic wizard. Yeah, it's, it's very eco-friendly, Broadcasting House, isn't it? It's got um like solar panels all on the roofs, and I imagine the, the water thing is part of that. We were sat next to some open shelving, and there's mm-hmm. nothing in the open shelving shelving which makes me want to find random objects and put them in the open shelving because you could put anything you could put like a can of baked beans next to i don't know a little brass owl well every time you go to broadcasting house you should take a little object to put on there and over the over the the week get some stones yeah stones or 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 old crisp packets no i think they're tidy old crisp packets i think it's got to be something which is cheap but could be art well stones then isn't it usually yeah it's usually stones or lego yeah lego's pretty good although lego's not that cheap it's ubiquitous I do have a lot of spare Lego men. Yeah, that's true. Over the years, so I could just go in there and put Lego men. You, you know, should pretend it, I could make a little Lego office yeah. that resembles the BBC offices. I just put a little like office scene. Yeah, that's exactly. And what then you should we'll do. find out if anybody in Broadcasting House is a thief. <laughs> Bound to be. Bound to be. Jim wants to know what is the opposite of a beaver. What sort of beaver? Well, I'm going to assume the semi-aquatic dam-building mammal, I think. Okay. Because the alternatives are less interesting and rude. Did you know, Simon, beavers are nocturnal? I did not know that, actually. My my last experience with a beaver, that's not a euphemism, my last experience with a beaver was watching a TikTok video of people who've got a beaver in their house for whatever reason. And they think it's cute that it keeps building dams in the hallway, but forget that that means it feels really unsafe because it's not underwater, so. Yeah. It's when they hear running water, that's why they build dams. 
They they fearful of running water, which is why they build the dams. Oh, okay. Maybe they could hear the pipes. So if you leave a tap on, exactly, could leave hear a t- tap going on the washing machine. That's why it's doing it. It's to stop the water from flooding. I it. see. It also at the door frames, which I uh, do. I, think I do. This that. is true, Simon. It might not be true, but I believe that beavers, their anal glands emit a smell that smells like vanilla. <laughs> I don't know where that information is coming from in my brain, you, you but I want, want me, you to Google. You want me to believe that? No. I want I'm you to not, Google. I'm not beaver, googling beaver vanilla. vanilla. <laughs> you are though. Aren't I am. You? Yeah. you don't have to. I think, yeah. I think, I think. According to National Geographic, their headline is Beaver Butts Emit Goo Used for Vanilla Flavoring. There you go. We actually use <laughs> beaver butt goo in our ice cream, probably. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we actually do that. I think um, most um, vanilla is synthetic now. But I believe beavers were once hunted, not just for their pelts, but also for their bum Butt juice. goo. <laughs> I'm very glad that that fact, I don't know where I learned that fact, but I'm very glad that that fact is supported by National Geographic and I got you to um, Google, it. Google yeah. beaver vanilla anal and yeah. you got that. So well yeah. done. It, it didn't Do come up with porn. not that on an office computer, yeah. people. didn't yeah. come up with porn, which very is amazing. Um, they live in monogamous pairs, which is, quite, I suppose, quite unusual. No, I don't think so. No. It's very usual for okay. most, a lot of animals. I mean, not cats and dogs. Also, they recognise each other by the secretions from their anal glands. So Ooh. they go, oh, vanilla, oh, strawberry. No, I don't think they do strawberry. I don't think they do. They'll be just like Madagascan vanilla. Strawberry beaver would be... No, look, I didn't choose beaver because we could do all the dirty puns. I did yes, it. Yes, you did. That's exactly <laughs> why you chose it. <laughs> of course I did. But they're cute. Well, yeah. Except for bit... the... the anal goo thing obviously I mean I think I think the fact they smell of vanilla is pretty cute in terms of animals yeah but it's their bums a lot of them do a lot of yeah but what else is going to smell Simon if Susan's bum smells of vanilla (laughs) emitted a a pleasant odour she'd be intolerable I mean she's intolerable with her bum now she's more she'd be more tolerable because you know instead of having a day when she's eaten something weird in the garden and stinks she would actually smell lovely True. Keep her in the house as sort of potpourri. I mean, it would make her cuter. It wouldn't make her less cute. That's true. I would suggest a beaver that smelt of shit would be less cute <laughs> than a beaver that smelt of vanilla. <laughs> oh, I'm really regretting. That's not a controversial statement. That is not a controversial <laughs> statement. I'm really regretting this topic. <laughs> so, what is the opposite? I'm still of smug. A cute... I remembered that. Yeah. What is the opposite of a cute semi-aquatic rodent with anal glands that emit a, a vanilla-esque goo? I don't know why, but I'm thinking My Little Ponies. Oh. Because My Little Ponies don't smell of vanilla, and they try to be cute, but in so doing, they aren't cute. Mm-hmm. In that's, my opinion. That's no, that's fair. But oh, don't they poo stars? Oh, that's true. That's gonna hurt. Do, do they though? Have I made that up? I have no idea. I've no idea. They're a bit beyond me. I, 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 I think I might be wrong about My Little Ponies. So who does? Who are the opposites of the? Because the beavers hold out against Jadis, the Queen of Hernia, don't they? They sort of like. So oh, in who Narnia. in the Narnia yeah. books? So, yeah. yeah, who in the Narnia books sides with Jadis, like at the drop of a hat? Who's her? her uh, the wolves. Her minions. Yeah, I think that's probably right. So yeah, so the opposite jib of a beaver is a wolf. 
Dawn wants to know, what's the opposite of a necktie? A tie. We'll call it a tie. Yeah, because do you get a wrist tie? Wouldn't that be amazing if you had little ties for your wrists? Well, you do. Well, like friendship bracelets. That's what they used to be, isn't it? Bracelets. Yeah, but they're bracelets. They're not. They're not. They're not ties. They haven't got that little knot. Yeah, I suppose. You don't wear, you don't wear them. You don't have collars for your sleep because your cuffs. If you had a little tie, I'm seeing a whole new fashion trend now for men. Because imagine trying to tie a tie one-handed over your cuffs. Well, so you had a little like so like yeah. Like your your hand was a head. That would be weird. The only people who've done that is Kermit. (laughs) Is the opposite of a tie Kermit's tie, which is technically a bracelet. Kermit's got that rough thing, isn't he? That frilly rough. Does he? Does he yeah. wear that anymore? It's, it's not. He doesn't. It's not. It's, Kermit's naked. Kermit doesn't wear clothes. <laughs> that's part of him. That's his. That's probably like some sort of reptilian frill. He's an amphibian. He's not a reptilian. Oh yeah, he's amphibian for a that's start. Oh, and yeah. also, he's an amphibian made out of felt, which is yeah, wrong. that's true. What? Why have we got this obsession with decorating the transitionary points of our bodies? Wrists, ankles, necks, ears. I think they're just where things fit, Simon. So they're a narrow bit, aren't they? It's just the narrow bits. Because you use less material and they're less likely to fall off. If we wore a tie around your stomach, for example, it would just fall down, wouldn't well, it? That was my next question. We, we, we used to use cummerbunds, didn't we? To, I mean, you did. I, I guess that's to hide bellies. And I don't know if it's to hide bellies. It's just an extra layer for warmth, I imagine. So the, there's a theory that the necktie was brought to to sort of prominence by uh, Croats in the sort of 1600s. But the, the, the tie as we know it was invented in New York by Jesse Langsdorf. And he figured out a way of cutting the, the, the fabric in triangles and it made it elasticy. So you could tie a knot, untie it, and it would sort of relax back into its its own shape. So I believe they they it's cutting across the grain or something they call it. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. It, that. Yeah. So the, the the weave is not up and down or left and right. It's at a at an angle. At a, at a crosshatch. They do that with like if you want a skin tight dress. That's what they do for those. Oh, okay. Right. So yeah, that makes sense. Cut across the cut across it to thing. Well, you know, I mean, a skin tight dress is that the opposite of a tie? Isn't that the same as a tie in that sense? No, no, Simon, it's different. No, in the sense of the... If you went to a black tie event and wore a skin-tight dress... Right. What if you went to a skin-tight dress event and just wore a necktie? That would be also wrong, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be wrong. But it wouldn't be the opposite, though, would it? I don't know. I mean... Is a noose the opposite? Ooh. I mean, that's a bit bit traditional for us, isn't it? Why is that traditional? As in, it's not wacky. Oh, God, I just described it as... As in, it's the obvious choice. Yeah, I suppose. However, I think... I think it's, you know, one hand. What do you wear a necktie for, Simon? Why would you wear a necktie? You've worn them. I've seen you in them. Yeah, I really dislike formal wear. I don't like suits. They're not really for your body shape, are they? Yeah, exactly. That's the issue. And I don't... Ties are so weird. They're like, oh, you mustn't show your buttons. Don't show your buttons. Oh, is that what it's for, do you think? Is it to hide the fact that you've you've got, you know, a, a way in? It could be, couldn't it? To show there's no way in, that you're completely invulnerable. In which case, it's a bit like a ha-ha. What's Except, a ha-ha? No, the opposite of a ta- I think we might have done ha-has, I'm not sure. A ha-ha is a wall in a lawn, so that when you look out from the house, you just see flat lawn. But because it's a trench dug into the ground with a wall there, it stops people being able to get in, but you can't see it. So, unlike a tie, which hides the way in. Oh, 
Oh, I see. So you, you, you head for the house and you fall into the ha-ha and everyone goes, ha-ha! Exactly. Is that, is that why it's called that? Exactly. So if you're looking at the house, you can see the ha-ha so you know there's no way in. But if you look out of the house, it just looks like it's a flat lawn. Oh, okay. It's um, Capability Brown. Ah, Capability Brown. The, I don't know if he invented the ha-ha, but he certainly brought it to English okay. in fine houses. Yeah, okay. Yes, you're right. Dawn, the opposite of a tie, is a ha-ha. Sue wants to know, what is the opposite of a jet engine? Ooh. Do you understand how jet engines work? No. No, me neither. It's to do with compressing air down, isn't it, and then ejecting it out the back. Yeah. And then there's a, a weird side effect of it, which means fuel doesn't quite get burnt off, and you can eject that into the, the back stream, and that's what an afterburn is. Is that right? I just thought they were Bunsen burners to make it look cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I think Bunsen burners might work in a similar way, actually, with the twisty knobby thing. Yes, I think that's probably true. It's adding, yes, I think you might be right, actually. See, we don't know. We're just guessing. Yeah. You'd, you wouldn't have done jet planes as part of Billy Swift's research, would you? No. Well, I know that, like, um, Diana Bernardo Walker was the first woman to break the sound barrier, but that was in, like, the 70s. And she did that in a jet plane. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> She didn't do it in a biplane, did she? Well, no, but I'm just I'm just saying that was the link. But yeah, no, so I, I, I've read about some form of jet aircraft, but obviously they weren't around in World War II. And the Heinkel Hay? Was that the one you would have been doing around about in the le- like late 30s, possibly? No. So, so there were jet aircraft, but they weren't... I don't think they were used in the war. Mm, I think Germany had something towards the end, didn't they? My granddad was part of the team that invented the VTOL engine, which is what Harriers used to go up and down, vertical takeoff and landing. Yeah, the film True Lies wouldn't exist were it not for my granddad. And Elijah Duckshoe would have not been saved by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And there wouldn't have been that amazing shot of, of the plane landing at the end because of it. That's that. that I, I claim that it, because of me... True lies exists. That is a true lie. Because of you. I don't think, yeah. I don't think because of you. Because somebody did the deed with somebody else. Yeah. You exist. Yeah. And that person's important, but it doesn't mean you're important. You're not like royalty, where oh. where it all gets passed down. I wish it was royalty, is he? I'd, no, I'd have a big house. You and, would. And lots. You'd have lots of big houses. Uh, yeah. That you would all pay for. Yeah. <laughs> So, jet engines. Do, can you do an impression of a jet engine? I mean, I could go... Yeah, that's... that's yeah. It's also my impression of a coffee machine. It's very similar. <laughs> but there are no coffee machines in Broadcasting House. That is true, actually, that I know of. There might be like a few like senior offices type thing. Mm. But, yeah, so, have you been all... to the BBC Canteen, the fabled one that everyone I joked have. about in the 70s? I haven't been recently. I haven't right. been recently, but I have been twice, I think. Is it rubbish or is it good? It was fine. There was two. There was one down in the basement area and one to the, the sides with big glass windows. And was it a canteen in the sense that you pick up a tray? Yeah. Like, like Ikea? I, I, I think the, I prefer the British Museum canteen. That's really cool. What is that under a mainly dinosaur? Because, mainly because Julia usually pays for me, which is great. <laughs> Always better when like, someone else pays. It's like, it's like 40p for a dark Coke. It's great. That's amazing. Discounted staff pricing, you see? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Subsidised food. We should all get it. Well, we should. We used to we with do, the Simon. EU. We with do, the EU. But, well, yeah, but we, we do get subsidised food in the fact that the supermarkets rip off the farmers. That is true. That is true. And the government pays the farmers' grants, and we used to get more money for we the did. farmers through the EU. But we did. this isn't funny. No, so but, but it's, it's, it's politically topical. Is, is it an oxen cart? Oh, is it, though? 
I mean, an oxen cart is still transport. It's I mean, the ox is still the engine of the cart. A jet engine is still the engine of a of a jet, isn't it? Of a plane, fast plane. So I would say that's the same thing, not the opposite. It's got to be something like an anchor, but not an anchor. An anchor for the sky. Yeah, a sky anchor. <laughs> I don't know what a, a sky anchor. A skanker. I don't know what a sky anchor would be. I mean, it's one of those parachutes that they get when they they land on the. Oh, is it the the little tiny disproportionately small parachute that used to come out the back of the space shuttle when it landed? It was such a tiny little thing. It's such a weird looking shape as well. The the shuttle. It's kind of like it forward heavy and then it lands it's lovely when it's flying it looks really pretty but when it lands it's like oh you're weird looking and then it poos out this tiny little sort of half-arsed parachute thing at the end and it's like oh that's disappointing i was expecting you to peacock at this point and have a massive american flag type the size of idaho (laughs) i don't know but no it's this little tiny white rubbish oh look you know, it's like I tell you what it's like. You know those old cocktail umbrellas. Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's the cocktail umbrella that comes that the space shuttle poos out. That is what it is. That is the opposite of it. Sue, the opposite of jet engine is the cocktail umbrella that the space shuttle pooed out. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of beaver is a wolf, that the opposite of a tie is a ha-ha, and that the opposite of a jet engine is the little cocktail umbrella that the shuttle used to poo out. You may plug your other podcasts. You can catch up with your place or mine on BBC Sounds. Uh, We've got little mini-sodes going out, and the series will start in a couple of weeks on the 1st of April, I believe. So listen out for that. Also, you can listen to Terrible Lizards, a podcast about dinosaurs. Where um, if you're a if you're a patron, you can find out all about Brackley Atraclia Pan. It's not Italian bread, I'm guessing. It's not Italian bread. That's our next episode of that is out in a week's time as we're recording. And what else, Simon? What else do I do? Books. I have a book launch. New books on the fifteenth of April in Reading. So if you're if you're down for that, go to my social medias at isdi underscore lawrte. You'll see links to Waterstones in Reading. Then um, is a book launch event which be fun for the time machine next door so yeah yeah black base treasure oh yeah and black base treasure and all my other books go to isdi.com and find out all about me buy all of Izzy's books they are all worth reading and worth sharing and worth gifting and worth having on your shelves mine on the other hand are no good but buy them anyway because they're all right i mean proctology's got a good title it's got a fairly good title i suppose we were back next week with more opposites of opposites because that is what we do bye-bye hello hello